Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Hey, 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 it's another edition of Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott. Thank you so much for tuning into the show as we talk about investing finance and retirement. You got some questions, you got some concerns, you need some things uh, smoothed out or worked out, if you will, when it comes to your retirement plan. We'll give the guys a jingle at 800-779-4592 and have a conversation and a consultation with them. If you need some help, if you need a little tweaking to your retirement plan, or you know someone that does, feel free to share the podcast with them. Tell them to check us out at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. That's planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. While they're there, while you're there, subscribe to the program. Uh, get uh, notifications on uh, new episodes as well as check out past episodes and all that good stuff. We've got a lot of uh, exciting content coming up. So we've got some great guests coming up over the next few weeks. But for now, I've got my fantastic guests that always join me on the show. And that's Jude Wilson and Mike Mott. Guys, welcome in. Mike, how are you this week? I'm doing fantastic. It's been a great week so far. Very, very good. Jude, my friend, what is going on with you? Just dealing with this humidity. <laughs> Just rocking and rolling. It. Still summertime, <laughs> right? Yep. It is still summertime. Listen, we kicked off last week's show, asked Mike a little bit about his trip to Portugal. Uh, and so I'm going to ask him again, uh, anything, any kind of little interesting thing to share with us that you uh, found particularly cool on your trip? Well, I got a couple of surprises. Okay. Um, as we were walking through and talking to the guides and they're giving us all this information, Yeah, I always thought that the real sailors of the world, I mean, because we think of Columbus and Magellan and those those folks being the guys that I found out that they learned everything they learned from the Portuguese. I always thought uh, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. And he did. Yeah. But uh, the first guy to, to take off and sail from Portugal all the way around the Cape of Good Hope, all the way to India, was a guy named Vasco da Gama. And he did that before all these other guys did all the that you read about. Yeah. I thought that was absolutely, in uh, um, Fernando Magellan. Yeah. We thought he was from Spain. He was Portuguese, but he went to Spain and the king of Spain sponsored his trip. Maybe right, queen right. Yeah, queen, yeah, queen Isabella, I think. Yeah, so like a lot of things in history, right? It's, it's the large, powerful, whatever empire at the time that tends to get kind of the credit or whatever because they're the ones that had the money. They're the ones yeah. that could afford to, you know, send some other, but it was, sometimes it's other cultures and civilizations. And that's very cool about the Portuguese stuff. So sounds like you had a really good time and enjoyed your trip there. So I'm glad to hear that. It was great. Now, Jude, came back looking very relaxed. Looking very relaxed. <laughs> now, Jude, you get to follow that up. What you got? <laughs> the, the, the only thing I have is while Mike was talking, his phone rang. Uh-huh. And we did a seminar once together. <laughs> he already knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> We did a seminar once together, and we always start off the seminar by saying, hey, everyone, um, turn off your please phones. <laughs> turn off your ringers and on your phone. And as I'm saying that, my phone began to ring, and I was completely embarrassed. I said, I'm sorry, guys. And, and I heard laughter behind me, and I turned around, and it was Mike calling me. <laughs> So I am I'm so glad that his phone rang during the last podcast. Nice, nice. Uh good stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of fun sometimes whenever you get that good work working relationship and you can have some fun <laughs> with one another. And I'm sure that the uh uh the attendees enjoyed the levity as well. So I'm sure that, that oh, was a nice ice for yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> break it's a great icebreaker right there. Well, listen guys, let's get into a little bit of today's topic here. Uh I want to talk about just having a sense of urgency this week on the program. Uh and why it's important when we're 
we're talking about retirement planning to do so. Now, it seems like a no-brainer. You know, people listening are go, well, yeah, you know, you should have a bit of a sense of urgency, but most people don't. You know, as we've said many times, people tend to plan. Well, let me ask you, Mike, how long did you spend planning your Portuguese vacation? About six months. <laughs> okay. Six, eight months. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Do you think a lot of people spend that much time planning their retirement? Well, you guys know the answer. The answer is no. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times people just don't, they spend more time planning vacations than they do retirement. So I've got a kind of a, a list, if you will, or a few things here um, where procrastination is really going to come back to bite you if some of these things happen. And they're certainly going to create an even higher sense of urgency than hopefully we already have as we as we become pre-retirees uh, getting close to retirement. We want to have that retirement plan. So uh, I got a few for you. Tell me how you guys handle this or how you would handle it or so on and so forth. Um, you're planning for retirement. You're getting there. You're getting close to. You think you got a few more years left and boom, you lose your job for whatever reason, whether it's you lost it on your own accord, medical, they retired you, whatever. How does that change? I'm going to start off by saying emergency fund. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you know, when people lose a job, if um, uh, one of the things you've heard many times about, uh, there's so many Americans like one paycheck away from bankruptcy. Well, losing a job would certainly be that one paycheck and all the rest. So uh, having the proper emergency fund will make a big deal. But I think, you know, and we, Sometimes we do workshops and and people come in and some people don't. And we go, wow, I wonder why, you know, this is important. And everybody's shaking their heads and they're so excited. And I have to look and I always point out to Judas, it's, it's always something that it has to start to hurt. Uh-huh. Something has to happen to push somebody into actually doing the planning. I don't know if it's because I don't believe people are lazy. I just think it's the life is is um, demanding. And that's not one of the things you think about that often when they should, they should be planning, especially when you're, you know, 10 and 15 years out from retirement. That's, that's when you should start planning, not uh, six months from when you're telling them you're going to give them your notice, which I've seen that way too many times where somebody will finally come in. When are you going to retire? Oh, um, well, I, by the end of the year. Okay, well, let's get started getting these things in place. <laughs> yeah, We better start making some, making some traction, right? Yes. And once, if you lose your job, I mean, certainly the, there's some things that people should consider doing. And one of them is because we've, we've seen people that they have three 401ks from the three last jobs they've had. And, and managing one's hard enough. Managing three is yep. it's usually much more difficult. So, you know, usually people should start to think about, yeah. you know, maybe rolling that money out of the 401k and into an IRA. But hopefully that's the pain that gets them tar- started thinking about yeah. retirement if they haven't done so yeah, already. for sure. Well, Jude, what about if they happen to get a, a retirement buyout offer? Maybe in this scenario, um, they are either losing their job, but maybe they're lucky enough to be at least receiving an early retirement buyout. Maybe they've been forced to retire early or whatever. We've seen that a lot. Uh, we've seen major Fortune 500 companies offer buyout uh, contracts to, to their current employees. And all of a sudden, you have an opportunity because usually the employees are getting close to retirement. They're not at retirement, but it's the largest sum of money that they have outside of the equity in their home. So if you know that that may be a possibility, you absolutely want to plan ahead because the worst thing that you can do, and I've seen this more times than I want to count, is people don't create that emergency fund that Mike talked about. And so they've got the buyout opportunity. They've got maybe a a, um, a salary guarantee for three months or six months or a year. But because they haven't thought ahead and if they haven't got that next job, they start to ask, well, 
how much would it cost me to pull money out of my 401k? Or once I transfer this money to an IRA, I'm not 59 yet. What are the consequences? And the consequences, as you know, are huge and they're painful. So you want to start thinking uh, uh, ahead on how you can use that those funds before uh, you actually have that buyout situation. Yeah. And again, if we're talking about things that can cause a sense of retirement planning urgency, uh, these things can certainly happen. So procrastination is obviously something that always affects us, us as humans in all walks of life. And it seems to really affect us when we're trying to get over that hurdle to really get started with a, a retirement planning process. And some of these can you know, really push the panic button. Um, okay. So we're still talking about the job type of area. Uh, maybe it's the quickly approaching retirement date. I'm sure you guys have seen situations, Mikey kind of alluded to it, uh, where people just <laughs> say, um, yeah, I was planning on retiring, you know, in nine months and I didn't do as much as I thought or whatever the case is. Well, I think the critical piece, um, uh, I like, I love checklist. Okay. Um, you know, th there should be, um, a, a good solid checklist of things that have to happen and decisions that have to be made. Uh, decisions like, is there a pension? If there's a pension, what kind of payout are you going to take? Are you going to take a payout for life only? Are you going to take a joint? Uh, is there a 401k? Okay, great. You know, how do we roll that over? How do you distribute that? Oh, we're fixing to retire. Uh, we need to do an analysis of uh, Social Security. It's all starting to sound like doing the math again. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't say that <laughs> earlier. But but just like following that checklist, what are we going to do about the company benefits that we were getting before? Things like life insurance and disability and health insurance. What are the things that you, you have to have a good checklist of things you have to go down through to make sure that you thought of them? And what is it going to look like after you've retired? What are you going to do? What are those things? And, and when should you be getting them in place? How long does it take to apply for Social Security? When do you want to apply for Social Security? How long does it take before we're going to get new insurance, whether it be Medicare or a Medicare supplement or a new insurance policy? So there's a lot of pieces in there that need to be planned for. And I'll add to that uh, quickly. If uh, you should definitely Google the retirement red zone, if you don't know what that is, it's depending on uh, what the which author you read. It could either be the five years before retirement and the five years after retirement, or the ten years before retirement and ten years after retirement. But studies have showed that if you do a retirement distribution plan uh, and you consider that retirement red zone you can highly increase the probability that you'll have the income that you need for life and vice versa. If you don't do that planning, those five years right before you retire and right after you retire can make all the difference on whether you run out of um, money before you run out of life. No, I think that's a good idea. You know, and yeah, the red zone is so interpretive, right? It's like, well, if you're going to go with football, it's 20 yards Basically, it's from the 20 yard line to the zero, which is I get where they're coming from, right? So, to say it's 20 yards. So then it's the, you know, the 10 before and the 10 after. You know, the five mm -hmm. is like, that'd be like the super red zone or something. <laughs> you yeah, get, right. you're getting really close. Uh, and then, of course, you don't want to do what the Seahawks did a few years ago. You don't want to be, uh, have the game basically within your grasp. Retirement, you know, is in your hands to win it. Uh, and the whole world knows you're going to run the ball and you throw it. 
<laughs> well, well, thank you for not using a Florida State analogy. I'm still uh, getting over that. No problem. I was, I was, I was thinking of you. I didn't want to do that to you, so I went Seahawks. All right, uh, a couple more here on the retirement sense of urgency. I had to do some levity because now we got to do kind of a little bit of a dark one. So I thought it'd be nice to kind of lead into it with a little bit of a high note first. Um, got to get that sense of urgency in place. Get that plan in place because you don't want to be doing that if an unexpected loss of a spouse happens. You're already going through enough as it is, whether it's a medical thing that happened or whatever the case might be planned, or even if you knew it was coming, right? Even if it was a medical situation that was long-term or whatever, either way, not having a plan in place when you lose a spouse, um, certainly going to be troublesome because now you've got all these other problems to deal with too. You know, a death of a spouse, um, as you said, is, is a heart-wrenching event. If nothing else, the people listening to this, if they just think this through for just a second and understand how important it is to pre-plan for that, uh, and we're back to the checklist, but having an effective state plan in place and having all of these things documented, because we find in many cases, when you a couple comes in, one of the couples, one of the people, male, female, doesn't matter, but one of those is the one that pays attention to all the finances. And the other one is usually, we'll just, we'll just say, not paying attention to the finances. <laughs> and so if it's the one that's not paying attention to the finances that passes, well, the one that does usually has a lot of place, things in place and knows where to go. But the one that doesn't, is can be really lost if they lose that spouse that manages finances. So having a good estate plan, either side of that equation, is critical. And again, that's another checklist of things that you need to do. Make sure you have the proper um, estate planning documents in place. Uh, understand, you know, what is it, what it's going to do if, if they're already on Social Security or they're already getting a pension uh, and what the impact of that is. Because in some cases, a death of the spouse might mean that one of the Social Securities is going away. In some cases, a death of a spouse might mean that a pension's going away. And so those implications need to be dealt with before there's a death of a spouse. And then you can spend the time in the grieving process as you should and not worrying about money. And I'll, I'll brag on us just a little bit here. One of the things that we do with clients is we create a family estate organizer. And uh, the it's basically a binder that has all of the client's finances in one place. But there's a section of that binder that is all the steps you need to do right after a loved one has passed away. So people have found that tremendously valuable. Clients have told us, I wasn't stressed out by figuring out what I needed to do. I just picked up the binder and I started to do the checklist. So if you don't have something like that, you should. If you need help with something like that, let us know. Now, that's really cool. I, it's a nice uh, story to share there because it will take some of that pressure and that frustration because you're also not thinking as clearly clear, you know, as as you want to be, obviously, in that kind of a time frame. So, yeah, if you've got some questions about that, that's that's really good information. Reach out to the guys at 800-779-4592 to talk about the checklist that you might want to have uh, for your own plan, your own situation. 800-779-4592. All right, final one, guys, and then we'll uh, wrap up uh, the program for this week. So as we tape this show, we're talking, um, you know, the Dow has popped 27, you know, so it went over that quite a bit over that actually. And so, you know, people are like, Oh, it's up, you know, it's up really high again, all new highs, but it's just every time we think this thing's going to fall, it doesn't, right? It goes back up, but then it has a really bad kind of, you know, like may of 28 or 2019, excuse me, uh, kind of wiped out most of the year. So, 
people still worry or wonder when's the market crash coming or when is whatever going to happen going to happen and the market's going to do what it's going to do. So that can create a sense of urgency because if you don't want to get the 2008 situation, you don't want to have a plan and then have it have a major fall like that and be uh, left holding the bag, if you will. You're absolutely correct. I've been using an analogy that I'm going to stop using. This is the last time I'm going to use it. Okay. I've been saying to people uh, that uh, who watch Game of Thrones, right? That there's a famous saying, "Winter is coming." Right. I used that analogy twice this week with clients, and they looked at me like I was speaking Greek. So <laughs> I, I'm throwing that analogy out the door. But we do know that uh, a market correction is just a natural course of how the market typically, the historically goes ups and downs. We've been in a nine-year bull run. It's coming. But if you're doing the proper plan and you know, going to the broken record that we always say, the bucket plan really allocates your money into different segments and different purposes. Each bucket has a different purpose. You're not going to be as concerned about a market correction because you know that your money is segmented. But if you're not, then when that market corrects, the worst thing you can do is sell at the bottom and realize the loss. There's so many people in 2008 that did that um, because we have an emotional attachment to our money. And sometimes if we're not getting proper advice, I can't tell you how many clients that told me that I came into my office after 2008 and said, I just stopped looking at the statements. I didn't want to look at it anymore. I, I went into cash because I could not see the constant decrease of the value of my funds. Well, they missed the rise back up. So definitely talk to your financial advisor. If you're not working with someone like us, pick up the bucket plan book. You'll learn how to segment your money into different buckets. We had a market crash in 2008. Yeah. So if you were retiring in 2008 and you had a market crash, your experience is completely different than if you retired today. Absolutely. Point I'm trying to make is that's why sequence returns matters. That's why the bucket plan, it does an enormous amount to answer the sequence of return problems. But I, I use this term when I'm talking to folks, and I say, you know, if we had everything set up so that if the market goes down, then you're willing to lower your income, uh, we might be able to do that. But I said, that's a pretty stinky retirement plan just for me to call up and say, oh, folks, uh, you're, the market's down this year. So why don't we cut back on your income this year? Uh, wouldn't it be much better to have a consistent retirement income, whether the market's up or down? And the answer to how to deal with that is to deal with sequence returns. And the way to deal with that is, I hate to say it, I'll say it anyway, the bucket plan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, again, so we were talking today about a sense of urgency when it comes to retirement planning. Uh, you should hopefully have a bit of sense of urgency depending on your age as you're getting closer anyway. But some of these items we covered can really kick that into high gear and really leave you behind the eight ball if they happen. Uh, and you don't want to do that. You want to have your ducks in a row, if you will. So don't procrastinate. Reach out. Have a conversation with your advisor. Make sure your plan is, uh, is in place or looking good for you to get you to and through retirement. And if not, if you are not happy with it or you don't have an advisor or you just like a second opinion, you can always talk with the guys here. Jude and Mike are available to help out. 800-779-4592, your number to call. 800-779-4592 to talk with the team and get yourself on the calendar. Come see them in Orlando or Bradenton. Uh, make sure you check us out online at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. That is planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. And don't forget to tune in. Uh, we also have some uh, special guests coming soon, as we mentioned before 
four, Tom Hegna will be joining the, the uh, program. Uh, he is a best-selling uh, writer, uh, author of a couple of books, Paychecks and Playchecks. Uh, he's going to be joining us here in a few weeks, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can tune in for all of that. We have some other guests coming on a little further down the way as well this year. So plan-wise, retirefreepodcast.com. Click the like, subscribe button for Apple or Google or whatever it is that you use and uh, share us with us. And so, Mike, Jude, guys, thanks for being here and uh, have yourself a great day and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Don't forget to turn off your ringer on your phone. Turn off the ringer on the phone because if not, Jude will remind you. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Plan Wise Retire Free. We'll see you next time. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.